This show is sponsored by Oak City Sunless. Oak City Sunless is an in-home spray tan company servicing the entire Triangle area and beyond. We offer award-winning services by Midtown Magazine Diamond Gold award-winning staff. Oak City Sunless provides a safe, healthy option for achieving a natural-looking tan. Each session is custom blended to a client's natural skin tone and desired darkness level. Check us out at oakcitysunless.com and on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Oak City Sunless. Call us today at 844-SPRAY-TN. That's 844-777-8396. And set up your appointment today. Hey, Talk of the Triangle listeners, this is Beth Shug, executive editor of Midtown and Carrie Living Magazines and our Talk of the Triangle newsletter, all published by the parent company of this podcast. We're so grateful to all of you, our readers, listeners, subscribers, and advertisers, and want to thank you for your continued support of our products. And now we have a major announcement to make. In spring 2023, a partnership involving our parent company will debut a brand new glossy publication for parents of the Triangle. Triangle Family Magazine will be produced by the same editorial and design team that created Carolina Parent Magazine and will be published on the same schedule as Midtown and Cary Living. With a readership of over 140,000 and content that will inspire, inform, and entertain the incredible parents who live in the Triangle region. I'll be back from time to time with more updates, and we may have a few more surprises up our sleeve. So get ready for 2023. It's going to be amazing. I'll be back later in the podcast with another exciting announcement, so stay tuned. Okay, here we are. Another exciting episode of Talk of the Triangle. Hello, Melissa. Hello, Adam, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I feel like we saw each other. We had a Christmas party we got to hang out at. We did, yes. We had a little bit too much fun at the Christmas party. We did, and now it's the new year. It's time for resolutions and all that kind of craziness. I was thinking the other day that the only New Year's resolution that I ever made as a joke and then actually kept was the one where I said, I think this year I'm going to gain a few pounds. <laughs> and like it I totally worked. I say that worked. in my sleep every year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most successful New Year's resolution I think I've ever had. But uh, I know. So we're going to be talking about some exercise today. We've got a lot of stuff going on. I was thinking about I have been exercising outdoors for years. It's the place I like to do, whether it's biking or running or whatever. And I find that this time of year, everything is against me. It's either getting dark too late or it's dark too early. It's getting cold. And it's like my motivation is shot right now. I don't know. what. I wish I could use that as my only excuse. Maybe that's what I'll go with. Yeah. But you're right. It is hard for people who like to be outside right now. And even I think it's hard for people who exercise inside because... The time, like you're saying, it gets dark so early, it makes your body feel like you're tired. Oh, and it's just a vicious cycle with with not exercise. <laughs> and then as soon as it gets nice, you want to be outside. And then, of course, you want to be outside to do a thousand other things, not just exercise. So, yes, you're very right. Yeah, but do you have a New Year's resolution this year, Adam? Uh, no. How about that? I'm going to stick with no, because like yeah. I said, the last time I know. I don't know. I feel like I always have the same New Year's resolutions. And travel is always on that list. Mm. It just seems like I always want to do a little more than I've done the previous year. Mm -hmm. This was this past year was a good year for travel for me, but I wouldn't mind doing a little more. So we'll see. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll go with too. Some more travel. (laughs) But I generally with New Year's resolutions, I started many years ago where I choose just a word 
And instead of making something very specific, I choose a word. So I'll choose a word like joy or moment just to remind myself throughout the year, stay in the moment, choose joy no matter what is going on in your life. I like to just choose a word. So I haven't chosen my word yet. That's a nice idea. That that gives me something to think about. Yeah. As a parent, time just seems to fly by so fast (laughs) that I like to remind myself to stay in the moment and to enjoy life and find joy. So that's what I'll do. Good. Good. Well, Melissa, today's guests might be just the kick in the pants you and I both need for this new year. And I think they're going to be some great inspiration for our listeners who particularly those that have exercise on their New Year's resolution lists. We know there's probably a lot of those out there. Welcome to Talk of the Triangle, a Carrie Living in Midtown Magazine podcast. We highlight the people, places, and events worth talking about and what makes the Triangle one of the country's most exciting and enticing places to live. These are the stories we tell. And now your hosts, Adam Cave and Melissa Wistahuff. So Paul Barron and Elizabeth Gaddy are here with us today. They are co-founders of TRX Freestyle, which is a fun, efficient exercise alternative to the traditional gym, which I'm excited to learn a little more about. Paul is a former U.S. Marine. Thank you for your service. With a Ph.D. in human movement science, he has certifications from the National Strength and Conditioning Association, the American College of Sports Medicine, CrossFit, CrossFit, and TRX. And if that's not enough, he has completed 19 Ironman finishes. How's that for New Year's resolution? That's unbelievable. We're going to definitely get into that. <laughs> and Elizabeth is a Raleigh native and NC State fan. Go Pack! With a Bachelor of Science in Nursing. She is also a certified TRX instructor and a, an athlete in her own right. She's completed a Sandman triathlon. Did I say that right? Sandman? Yeah. And multiple five and 10K races. And we're going to get into that too. Oh, I'm sure we can't are. wait. So welcome Elizabeth and Paul. We're so happy to have you guys here. I think we always try to start these off with getting your background. And in this case, maybe what led each of you to, to teaching fitness and that being what you're primarily doing. Who wants to go first? Elizabeth is a great person to choose. <laughs> so Elizabeth. Right. He just threw you right under the bus, Elizabeth, to start out with. So yeah, let's start with you, Elizabeth. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got involved with fitness. Have you always been an exercising person? So growing up, I was really active in sports and I tried everything when I was younger and then did cheerleading and gymnastics mostly as I got older. Yeah, I ran track for a year or two. And then Went to college and kind of quit doing everything (laughs) after about a year and 20 pounds later. The freshman 20, right? Is that what it is now? I I think it's technically freshman, what, 15? Freshman 15? Inflation. But for me, I would say 20. Let's round it up. Yeah, mine was definitely 20. We'll round it up. (laughs) And then in my freshman year, my dad said, I think you're a little out of shape. We might need to get back in the gym, get some nutrition help. Actually, that's when I met Paul. And, uh, oh, so you guys have known each other for a long time. A yeah. long time. Okay. Did you go to college together? No. <laughs> I met Paul when I was 19 and he was new to Raleigh. Well, yeah, new to Raleigh. And my dad introduced me to him and he said, he can help you get in shape. Oh, okay. So you've been training people for a long time then, Paul. For a long time. Okay. Let's start with that then. Let's go to your past with fitness and how you got started. You, like Adam said, you were in the military. I was. And yeah, um, I was not a super high school athlete, so 
the Marine Corps put a complete different spin on fitness. Don't be bad or you get to die. So, <laughs> so motivation. Yeah, motivation for life was a good start. And it was just a natural egress from my military service coming out and going back to college. I went into exercise science and then for some reason could not get out of academia for a while. And so here I am now, 32 years later, loving what I do. I'm an exercise physiologist by nature, but I am not a clinical person. So working with people like Elizabeth, who were athletic and wanted to be athletes, is that's my jam. So that's where I've been stuck for a long, long time, and I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you, when you went back to college and you're going after studying athletics or studying physical fitness and as an academic, how does that differ from what you do on a daily basis today? Is it? I use probably, I would say 30% of my education yeah. on I a daily basis. more than most people with excuse <laughs> <laughs> their education, yeah, that, but that you know, you've got your money's worth, Paul. It has opened a lot of doors and I, I've gotten access to a lot of different things that makes how we train and how we have created our company to exceed what you would normally get from just a random personal training group or class. Yeah. Yeah. I had a brief uh, stint as a trainer at a gym. This is a a long time ago. And I always learn something new about you in every single episode. I I, I have to cut my eyes over at you like, I've done a few things. It's true. But what I remember was there were those who were, this is exciting. And they were starting to look at all the certifications and things. And I remember a couple of these books coming across my desk and I'd open them up and I'd be like, yeah, just... (laughs) I'm not sure I'm ready to get this deep yet. It was was probably your jam. It was very scientific. Yeah. So you studied to be a nurse in college. I went to state and then after a couple of years decided I didn't want to go to med school. I wanted to do nursing. So I transferred to Chapel Hill and did nursing. And then I worked in the NICU mostly for about nine years. I worked at UVA. I worked at Duke. And then I worked at MUSC. I also did a year of research while I was at Duke. And Paul and I always kept up and he trained me for two triathlons throughout that time. And we continued to exercise on and off when I was in Raleigh and in and out of town. And we moved back to Raleigh in 2015 and I was in the middle of having babies and pretty much all I did was run because it was the way I could get outside with my kids and push them in the stroller. It was my escape. I put my headphones on and put them in the (laughs) stroller and just run. And so then COVID happened and I had to homeschool everybody. And I fell out of my running habit because I couldn't leave them at home. Couldn't take three of them with me to run. And so it got to be challenging. And so we talked and I was like, I've got to get back into working out, but I need help because I'm not self-motivated when it comes to just sitting at home doing a workout. And with gyms being closed, it was hard to motivate. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started working out some outside and, I, and TRX was new to me at the time. I hadn't done a lot of it. As we were doing it, I was like, man, I really like this. I like that it's mobile. I like that you could do it anywhere. You can do it outside because I really love being outside. And I said, now that my kids are back in school, my husband's really been suggesting that I get a job. and <laughs> Heavily hinting. Do something productive. <laughs> and I just didn't want to go back into the hospital. It's really hard with the schedule because it's just yeah. like seven to seven and three kids. Oh. I didn't see him during the days I worked. And I said, I'm just not ready to jump back into that, but I need something to do. And fitness has always been something I've enjoyed doing. And so I said, hey, what do you think about starting a business? And he was, I was like, no, it could be really cool. We could do something outside. 
we could make it mobile. And we just started throwing around the idea. And here we are. That's awesome. I think you're making a really interesting point because with COVID, I think we all went through this period of, all right, we're stuck at home. What are we going to do now? And I know I personally went through the time period of, I'm just going to order one of every workout piece of equipment. Like <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm not talking like ellipticals and treadmills. I'm talking QVC oh my type God. of thing. ab rollers. I even ordered this tennis thing that you... Do you put it on your ankle? <laughs> you hit the ball and it comes back. At all I have so many pieces of little plastic equipment sitting in a corner in my house right now. And I kind of feel like that was a that was my way of dealing with COVID. I, I would order it and I would just never use it. But it also brings in a good point. That's when things like Peloton went through the roof and became so popular. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about home workouts what you find to be more effective. I feel like maybe Peloton was so effective because you're at home, but you're also in a group setting. I know that I have found with myself, I only work out if I am expected to be somewhere. Right. Accountability time, I've huge. only I've yeah. already signed up for it. Yeah. I'll lose 20 bucks if I don't show up. No, I, I'm convinced that one of the base motivators of the gym is that you pay every month for it. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to waste that money. I think for a lot of people, that is literally the best motivation, something like that. But let's table the home workout for just a mm-hmm. second, because I think we should start a little bit more with TRX and how that's different from maybe other types of workout both of yeah, you have done. Tell us about what TRX is. Go for it. So it's a suspension training system. So you have, a lot of people have seen the yellow and black straps. Okay. Okay. That you can hang from, you can essentially hang them from a door frame, the ceiling, any kind of hook. You can wrap it around a tree. It's really versatile as far as how you can attach it. And you have two handles basically, and you use body weight to, you know, essentially suspend yourself in different movements to gain strength. So it's a method of strength training. You can get two TRXs and do full suspension and some cooler, um, higher level stuff as you go. And when you say suspension, you mean you're literally holding yourself up with these. With the straps, correct. With the straps. So your feet would still be on the ground. Okay. Unless you're doing a ground exercise, then your hands would be on the ground. Okay. So part of your body is on the ground unless you were doing a full suspension, which you'd have to have two TRXs to do. So a lot of this sounds like it's about core building because of all the balance involved. Every exercise involves the core, which is really neat. And I think that's one of the things for me that was so nice after having babies. And I tell, I've told a lot of my girlfriends who've had back (laughs) problems, problems with their core. They've noticed a huge improvement. And one of my friends said, if I go a week without doing TRX, my back starts to hurt again. So that's been really exciting. And for me, it was something I could take wherever I was. I wasn't stuck having to go to a gym. Yeah. It wasn't something I could only do at home because it was a piece of equipment that I couldn't take. So I can throw it in my suitcase, throw it in the car, wherever I am. And it's something that any ability can do. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how fit you are. Nice. It can be modified to adapt to anybody. Now, Paul, were you teaching this prior to you guys starting the company together? Yes. Yeah, so. TRX for me has been a part of my world for a little over 20 years now. Randy Hetrick, who is the former Navy SEAL who created the TRX, I knew him before the new, before the first TRX hit the market and then became 
a commercial thing and it, it had a whole lot of flaws to it. But we, here we are 21 years later, I think. Uh, 18 different iterations of the TRX have come through. So if you're out there looking for a TRX, don't buy the knockoff straps. There's problems. TRX is, it's well designed and it doesn't seem okay. Straps and handles that this requires that much education. However, the director of research and development and I and various people through the years have had so much testing on this thing and what are the best body angles? What are the best exercises? Where does this seam need to be? Things like that. But the TRX itself is, it's strength training. It is core training. It can be cardio respiratory. I'm not going to give it a full cardiovascular workout, but it is my favorite piece of equipment. One of my things in the fitness world is there is no one tool that works. Right. You can't do yoga. You can't just do Pilates. You can't just do these things. You have to combine them all. But the TRX is the multi-tool. <laughs> in the, the Swiss, fitness world. The Swiss Army knife. Yeah. yeah. And we love it because you can go to 20 years later, I still haven't, there's still exercises I can't do. So, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm also 53 now. So that does factor into a point. But <laughs> Those things are definitely easier for girls. Yeah. From a flexibility okay. and mobility standpoint. And probably vice versa as well. Yeah. Some and exercises some easier for men. Up. But I do like it because I've had my 81 year old mom. You do the TRX. I've had my 13-year-old on the TRX and pretty much any age group in between. So it truly is a remarkable piece of equipment. That's great. With TRX Freestyle, what? how do you guys do this? Do you, your people that come and work out, they have their own TRX equipment or do you just, do you meet in different parking lots? How does this work? Do you want to? So Elizabeth, you know, was when we first talked about this, it needed to be super mobile and for us to figure out how to do that. I had taken an old CrossFit rig during the pandemic and built it into the back of my truck where it could pop in and out. Oh, cool. Okay. And so going from that concept, we ended up with a 22 foot car hauler trailer that has a huge rig on it where we can hold about 16 people on the rig. We bring the whole thing with us. It has all the straps. It has all the ripsticks, all the things that you need. You just show up and we can demonstrate from the platforms. We have instructors down on the ground that will help you. So you can be experienced with TRX or you don't have to be. You can just hop into any class and you start really wherever can. you are personally. So right. for us, during the pandemic, I had my truck all over downtown Raleigh in parking lots and actually ended up making more money during that phase than I did with my job. Mm. So now taking that same concept, we just pull it wherever. We've done birthday parties. We've done classes. But it fits anywhere. I yeah. call it a fitness food truck. Okay. Know? So that's, are you in a yeah, different that location? like a good description. <laughs> You're in a different location every time, or do you have certain places that you go back to? We've done some parks. Like, we did Banbury Park. We've gotten a permit for Fletcher Park and some of the parks around town. And then we've done events that people ask us to come do, or parties at people's houses if they have a place for us to put the trailer. Okay. We can do stuff like that. And We've told people, we said, get a group together, let us know, and we'll come. Kind of works better sometimes than having, because, you know, you've got weather factor, you've got so many factors that we found it works better to have a group of people say, hey, we want you to come here this time and do this. And that goes back to what Adam was saying, that if you have somewhere you're supposed to be, <laughs> and <laughs> right. you've told your friends, I'm going to be well, there, then you're more likely to show up. This is true. So I'm, but I'm curious then, if you're taking this to people 
on a case by case basis, are they fully invested in doing TRX all the time or are they only coming to you like at a birthday party, first experience, last experience? How are they getting hooked? So we have a core group of women who have been with us from the beginning and they're really invested. And of course we mix it up and we do more than just, that's why we call it TRX freestyle because we do more than TR, just TRX. Like sometimes right. we'll do more of a circuit or a more weights and we incorporate other things into our workout. We've done some boot camp type stuff, but it still involves the TRX. So every move might not be on the TRX, but we find people like that because they don't have to do nothing but TRX. Although we can, we do, we have done plenty of workouts that are just TRX. Yeah. So this spring when we launch, you will see regular location. Nice. And then we'll do what we also call pop-ups. Yeah. That will show up maybe somewhere near your neighborhood. And if the response is, then people want to do it, it will keep coming back on a regular interval. So we'll have both. A lot of pop-up and some regular. So I'm curious, it's funny you mentioned the food truck analogy because when food trucks started taking off in Raleigh, the biggest pushback, if I remember correctly, was the restaurants who said, hang on a minute, we don't want this food truck in a parking lot stealing our customers. Are you guys getting any pushback from traditional gyms that are, wait a minute, you don't have the overhead, you're rolling around wherever you are, you're undercutting our business. Is this an issue or is the fitness community all supportive? Yet to be determined. Uh, I do believe our approach is to one of the things we want to do with our business is to create a fitness community that we can do things outside that traditional gyms can't. So rather than fight them, partner with them. Yeah. Nice. And on every third Saturday, we may be at XYZ gym doing an outdoor class for that gym. Nice. Yeah. We're not trying to step on anybody's toes. Ultimately, I believe, and our business concept is there's Enough people that need to get in shape that nobody should be. That doesn't seem to be a problem. Claiming fire hydrants. It doesn't seem to be a problem in this so. country. Pitting people needing to get in shape. You got a lot of them. <laughs> I don't know why you just looked at me when you said that. I didn't look at you. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I was looking at Joe. I was looking at Joe. Uh, no, uh -huh. I'm not oh, he was looking at you, Joe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see. Okay, no. so I am curious about both of your fitness journeys and going back to the fact that you've done so many Ironman competitions and you did, what'd you call it? The Sandman? Sandman. So I, I want to kind of touch base on that as well. So talk to us about your Ironman competition journey, Paul. My husband has done a couple Ironman, Ironman? Ironmans. 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 I think yes. so. Yeah. Okay. We'll call it that. And there's a lot of training that goes into that. A lot of dedication. A lot of stick-to-itiveness. Well, the one thing I'll say in fitness, we people talk about motivation. And motivation is a wonderful tool. You don't have it all the time. And when you're not motivated, typically you don't do it. Mm -hmm. But coming from the military, discipline is the word that I look for with more people than motivation. I can lose motivation for two weeks. That's detrimental to what I'm doing. So discipline makes you do it even if you're not motivated. And so for me, my personality type, which has its and its cons, We'll That's, only focus on the pros, though. That's all right. I think. Yeah, I, I love that your friend is laughing at I'm you. I'm formulating right now. a question right now. <laughs> she, yeah. But no, it, so Iron Man for me was a challenge. And it was back in the days where I truly didn't look like I'd stolen my sister's workout outfit because we wore really short pants and we actually wore Those things. are back in. Singlets, though. yeah. I know. Singlets yeah. that made me look like I was you know, 
cop in a sports bra. But this was back in the early days when Iron Man was more of a grassroots organization than a huge major multinational corporation. Mm. And I don't know, I still needed something that put me on the potential of maybe injuring myself severely. And my personality just needed that. Like the military, I would think with yeah. Iron Man, because you have to have the swimming and the running and the, the overall discipline like you were talking about. The weird thing is I hate all three of those. Do you really? I was going to ask which, um, what, which part is your favorite, <laughs> the biking or the running or the swimming? You just hate them, eat them all equally. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't even get them to go for a two mile run most of the time. Oh, gotcha. Right. Okay. Then they're done that. I have a lot of t-shirts. But with There's, all these Iron Man competitions you've done, have you gone all over the world to do that? Have you, I have, has I've, a lot of training travel been involved with that? Yes. I was fortunate to be sponsored. So I've been to Australia. I've been to Europe. I've been South America. I've been here in the U.S., did Ironman Canada. So yeah, I fortunately did get an awful lot of travel, not at my expense. So thank you to my sponsor. Yeah. You're like um, the Forrest Gump of Ironman. You've run all over the world. <laughs> Elizabeth would probably say, yeah, you are not a smart man. <laughs> I am Forrest Gump. Oak City Sunless is an in-home spray tan company servicing the entire Triangle area and beyond. We offer award-winning services by Midtown Magazine Diamond Gold award-winning staff. Oak City Sunless provides a safe, healthy option for achieving a natural-looking tan. Each session is custom-blended to a client's natural skin tone and desired darkness level. Check us out at oakcitysunless.com and on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Oak City Sunless. Call us today at 844-SPRAY-TN. That's 844-777-8396. And set up your appointment today. Hey there, this is Beth Shug, executive editor of Midtown and Carrie Living Magazines and of our Talk of the Triangle newsletter, all published by the parent company of this podcast. Back in 2003, our publisher, Ronnie Stevens, recognized the growth and energy permeating Western Wake County and that Carrie was at the epicenter of it all. So he launched the town's very first lifestyle publication, Carrie Living Magazine. As Carrie has grown, so have its surrounding towns, Apex, Morrisville, Holly Springs, and Fuquay Verena. Each offers something unique to its citizens. All deserve a publication dedicated to sharing what makes this region so special. So today, we're announcing that beginning with our March-April issue, Carrie Living will become Five West, a magazine celebrating the five amazing towns that have made Western Wake County one of the hottest places to live in the country. Five West Magazine will continue offering all of the great content you have come to love in Carrie Living and so much more. Stay tuned for more updates and thank you for going on this adventure with us. We can't wait to get started. Iron Academy understands that bees are vital to our ecosystem. Without bees, crops fail. And likewise, when our culture lacks godly men to be true gentlemen, loving husbands, and strong fathers, everyone suffers. Building men must start early. It takes time, expertise, and discipleship. If you want to build your 6th through 12th grade boy into a God-honoring man, Iron Academy stands ready. Your calling is our calling. Together, we build men. Schedule a tour at ironacademy.org. Britt Brandon is a 21-time published author, health coach, and life coach who has transformed the health and lives of thousands of people around the world. 
she is now providing her one-on-one coaching and meal planning right here in the Triangle. For more information about Brit's services and events, please visit wellnessworkswonders.com. That's wellnessworkswonders.com. Are candy apples your favorite carnival treat? Well, the best kept secret is out. You must visit Candy Apples by K. Candy Apples by K is the first candy apple shop to offer hard candy and caramel specialty apples in more than 30 different flavors. We're located at 632 Capitol Boulevard, Suite 107 in Raleigh. And our hours are Wednesday through Friday, 2 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 12 to 6 p.m. The best part about these delicious candy apples? You can get them year round. We hope to see you soon. As one of the Triangle's premier luxury home builders, AR Homes Monterey Bay Raleigh designs and builds truly custom homes that make your dreams a reality. Our talented team with decades of industry experience will bring your unique home plan to life with a proven process that's organized, transparent, and as worry-free as possible. Stop by our model home seven days a week and see for yourself. For the address and more information, visit us at arhomes-raleigh.com or call 919-277-9921. And now back to the episode. And what about the Sandman competition, Elizabeth? Tell us about that. So that was definitely an eye-opening experience for me. It was at Virginia Beach and it was just a sprint triathlon because I don't like long distance sports. And Paul helped me train for it. So what do you explain the lengths and distances so we know what you're talking so about? So it was 1100 meters open water swim in the ocean. Okay. Uh, it was a 16 mile bike and a 5k run. Okay. Okay. And it was definitely intense training. I'm not, I mean, I can swim just fine, but swimming is not my strong suit and I don't love biking, but I really wanted something that was going to challenge me. And I gave my bike to Paul and I'm like, all right. I can have this at my house and put it on the trainer, but I'm probably just not going to get on it. And so he would, I would be like, you have to call me at six and get me out of bed. Accountability. And I was right. like, because if you have it, I have to come. And if you've set it up, I'm not going to not show up. And the day of the race, it was maybe like 70 degrees in Virginia. And I don't do cold weather. Actually, it was probably in the 50s, but the water temperature was 70. Ah, okay. In Elizabeth speak, that's freezing. That's freezing cold. Oh, okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The water. <laughs> don't, I didn't don't, understand. The water temperature was seven. Yes. Let me correct. So. Yeah. Totally didn't understand. I'm yeah. sorry. That it was. I'm like, that sounds nice. It was. It, yeah, was, it was September. Right. It was mm. September. So it's probably like 40s or 50s in the morning. Mm. The water temperature was 70. And just to give you an idea, if the water's below 73, you can wear a dry suit. So at 73, you can wear a wetsuit, and 70 or below, you can switch to a dry suit. So of course, I didn't have one, but I had to buy one really quickly. And it was a red flag day in the ocean, and it was pretty intense. Cause they'd, they'd have to bring a boat. They were pulling men out of even the water on, a, on jet off skis. a red flag day. It, yeah, yeah, come yeah. and get me. They had jet skis out there pulling people out of the water. Wow. It was just it was intense. And I survived. I finished. Intense slash dangerous, living on the edge. But I'm yeah. It was definitely well, so. Is that it? Sounds like living on the edge was at least it for time in your life, a motivating factor for you. You liked that challenge that maybe reflected some of the, some of your experience in the military. Are you a thrill seeker? Yes. Yes. Okay. And for me, I had done cheerleading and gymnastics and I just needed things like I wanted to fly through the air. I just needed anything that was right. 
pushes the limits, pushes the limits. And so that was the other thing with TRX. I was like, Paul, I'm having this midlife crisis. I need to <laughs> go back to feeling like I'm a cheerleader again. And sure. let's do some fun stuff with the TRX because it was more. Oh. Yeah. So we ended up doing things that are not in the TRX manual, by the way. So a lot of suspension cheerleader type stuff. Oh, nice. Which is good. Our Instagram page, you'll see it. Fitness is supposed to be fun. And that is ultimately effective and fun. That's what we would like to bring to people. I'm so glad to hear you say that. When I did work at a gym, one of the things that I noticed is there were these people who would come to the gym right after work and they would be grumpy and they would put on their, they'd go in the locker room and they put on their stuff and they'd get on a treadmill and they'd be there for an hour and they'd be grumpy the whole hour. And then they would grumpily leave. Because it was a chore. And I realized they just thought of it as work. It was mm-hmm. just an extension of their work day. And they got zero joy out of it whatsoever. And maybe not un, maybe not coincidentally, they also didn't change at all. If they were 10 pounds overweight, they a year later, they were 10 pounds overweight. And if they were whatever it was, mm-hmm. you just didn't see any change. So I think that bit about fun is that's probably the biggest takeaway. And I think for, for me personally, like if it's not fun, I'm not going to stick with it and it's got to be different. And I think that's where the triathlon was fun because it also gave me an end goal. There was something I was working towards. I wasn't just showing up just to work out, to work out. I was like trying to achieve something. And I was just checking a box that you have to do something every day. You were really looking for the proverbial finish line. And I need something that challenges me and gets in with different than what I'm used to. So it gave me a challenge. It also allowed me to do swimming, biking, and running. So you're not stuck in one exercise all the time. And then at the end, you feel like a sense of accomplishment. And it wasn't like I wanted to do a bunch more triathlons. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought, wow, I can do it's like I can do it. Yeah. And I think sometimes just realizing that you can do something is really motivating. Yeah. And it's okay. Like, so what else can I do? And so I think, and it also got me in the, I guess you'd say habit of working out consist- more consistently because, you know, once I was in the hospital working 12 hour shifts, I couldn't work out the days I was working because I go in at six, get home at eight. I could, but I'm just tired. And so this pushed me and challenged me because then I would try to get up early and get it in and or get it in late. And I think just the benefit of doing something consistently and the way it makes you feel and the changes that you notice. What is it they say, 30 days to make a habit or something? Like Usually three to break it or mm-hmm. something like that. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. And for fitness, if you hate it, you can probably do it a hundred times and not, not make it a habit. In, in the fitness world and how we try to operate is we will help you find what your favorite exercise is. It may or may not be TRX. I've, right. Surprisingly, it blows my mind when people say I hate TRX, but... You know, people ask what the most effective exercise is. What's the one that you're actually going to do? And if you can't find that one, it's not going to be effective. This goes back to Mm -hmm. Melissa's earlier question, the Peloton and all the kind of home. From your professional experience, what do how have you seen those working for people, not working? What are, what's the takeaway? And keeping in mind, like you said, everybody's different, but but generally speaking. But all I hear is PR, right? From, I don't get anecdotal evidence that it's that people are really doing great on it or not doing great or that it's just a fad or that it's a a, gonna keep over the years of my careers i have designed gyms become very amazing clothes drying rack 
So whether it's the Peloton, I have a top three right now, and it's Peloton-like piece of equipment. Peloton is no longer the sole owner of the game of the video right. biking. But Peloton, and then there's an amazing piece called a Tonal, which looks very much like a TV. It mounts to the wall, and it has two arms, and it adjusts. And if you say, I want to do a 50-pound bicep curl, you pull the cable, and it is providing resistance at 50 pounds. I was amazed at this piece of equipment. It is incredibly accurate. The movement is very natural. It's biomechanically correct. I'm a huge fan of that piece. And then if you just need to move around and you like cardio classes, whether it's step from the 80s or a boot camp style class, the mirror. Really? Yeah. Have you seen that mirror, Adam? I've seen ads, but I I assumed it was for looking at yourself in. (laughs) But what you're looking fully at someone understand. else, though, right? You're looking yeah. at a trainer. You have an instructor. Yes. Yeah. So it's and a it TV can be screen, but it looks training. like a full-length mirror yeah. that, that they're instructing you right there. Oh, okay. So the one common denominator that all these have a problem is the person who purchases them. Okay. That's me. <laughs> you will never purchase a piece of equipment that will get you in shape if you hate it. Yeah. So one of my favorite iterations of this, and I'm going to actually name him because I know he and his wife listen to this podcast, but my friend Bob Dore who's an avid cyclist and has gone to Europe and he's actually ridden parts of the Tour de France course and done stuff in the Alps and all this stuff. He now has a setup in his living room with a bike that's attached to a whole video, but he not only can ride these courses, he can ride courses he's actually ridden. Yeah. So he gets to re-experience the ride that he actually did a couple years ago. So, so it's like a virtual reality. Yeah. It puts him where he where wants he, to be in the world. Yeah, That's pretty but, cool. And in some cases where he's already been, which is okay. really neat. And yeah. it's really remarkable too, because it'll take over the bike. It'll yeah. put the resistance on the bike. If you're doing a hill climb in the Alps, it will mm. yeah. simulate that. And it's a very Amazing. intelligent and intense piece of equipment. It's not the cheapest thing in the world either. So it's out of grasp for some people, but it's amazing because it's just a much better version of a Peloton, basically, with virtual tours. So do you think this is all headed for the headset? We keep seeing these white, what is that called? The The virtual reality. reality. Is this where it's all going to go? It easily could. Physical connection is where there's going to be a generation that really buys into that. I believe that. It's not going to be mine. It's not going to be yours. I don't think it's even going to be our kids, but it's coming. Yeah. You still have to truly have the tactile feel of sport for sport. Yeah. So. I'm glad to hear that actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of the few things that I, I've taught kids sports and stuff and various ways. And one of the things that I love about it is it's for once, they're not on their phone. They can't be on their phone and run across the field or do this or do that. It's one of those environments that we are able to disconnect from the tech. And I think that's a really good thing. Well, it's important and we're losing it. And that's why fitness is becoming a more important feature. Reading a study the other day, testosterone in men through lack of sport and lack of playing is about 30% of what it was in 1972. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. And that comes from, comes from the human body. You can't simulate it. You can supplement it, but it's not the same. So I, I'm not overly fearful for fitness. I am fearful for our population who does not understand that you still have to do it. I run into the, I used to play football in high school. I'm yeah. like, you're 49. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That has run its course for you. Yeah. Use yeah. it or lose it. And I think too, there's like what we've noticed, especially with like our women's group, there's a lot of fellowship and friendships that are made 
Yeah. And I think the connection, especially post COVID has been really important for a lot of people and where they don't have to show up at a gym, but we can just get together wherever we are and do our workout and support each other and push each other, motivate each other. Cause I think that's where the mirrors and the Peloton, you know, fall short is that, yeah, someone's on the screen, like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> but they're not actually sitting there like yeah. counting your reps. Like, come on. You're missing that connection. Push. And I think it's great because it gives you the competition you need and it gives you someone talking to you. But if you're not going to turn it on and really work hard for that whole period of time, it's not as good. Because I know if I'm doing it, I kind of like, okay, I don't really care what position I am. It's all too virtual. Because they aren't really watching you. <laughs> if you sit there over me like, all right. Yeah, that's wrong. Work harder. That's weak. <laughs> One of the things that I was thinking about in this conversation, and I feel like I'm having like a light bulb moment here. You were talking about motivation and the, how the race was a big motivation. I feel like when in children's lives and kids sports and all kinds of activities, we're constantly giving kids short-term goals to motivate them. But as adults, we take away all the short-term goals and we're like, oh, you just have to be healthy. Instead of saying you have to work to win a race or do X or do Y. So maybe this is the takeaway is we need to bring more short-term goals back into our adult lives. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll say the one thing that I've challenged some of my friends with the TRX is that you can do a 20 to 30 minute workout and be done. It doesn't have to take an hour because some of my friends were like, I have to work out for an hour and a half <laughs> and I just don't always have that much time. And I said, this is something you can do in 20 to 30 minutes Yeah. and you don't have to get sweaty. Because that was the other thing for me. If I have to be somewhere at school or doing something and I need to just not be sweaty, I can't go for a run because I'm going to need a shower. And sometimes I need something that I can do that's effective, but it's going to be quick and I'm not going to have to shower. You, you can do, do this over a lunch break and exactly. not have to worry about redoing your hair, it sounds yes. like. Yes. I can leave. I cannot even put my hair in front of you. Mm -hmm. if it, I, it's part of our design. We want 30 to 35 minute classes. We want five to six days a week of you doing something. Yeah. Um, it, it's the paradigm that used to be where you went to the gym and it took you 20 minutes to actually step out of the locker room to start your workout. And then you have to work out for an hour. Oh, and then I need to do cardio mm -hmm. on certain days. Then I have to shower. Then I have to get back to work. You've just created a two and a half hour commitment. Right. We don't endorse that. As a physiologist, I don't endorse workouts that are longer than 40 minutes time. Oh, wow. Unless you're training. If you're training for something and that's part of your goal, then yes. Right. But for general wellness, general health, or maintaining weight, yeah, that's what we've built our business on. Yeah. And it sounds to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but TRX can be good for any place you are in your life and in your fitness level. Correct. So people that might have joint issues, that I've always heard that using your own body weight versus other yes. equipment right. is actually very good for joint problems. It is. We've heard the term functional training. I'm still trying to actually write a definition for what that means. Because, you know, if I look at the functional training that's out there, some of it is and some of it's not. Let's a bicep curl. Okay, it's functional. My, my arm is functioning, but what do I accomplish with that? TRX puts you in a plane of motion that you're going to find yourself in. And people laugh when I say this, but even in a fall. Okay, when we look at the number of our, our parents that are starting to fall, things like that, being able to respond and react with stability is hugely important. Yeah, so, absolutely. TRX puts you in that plane and in that predicament to be able to stabilize that and maintain. So 
again, there's not a lot of negative things I can find about the TRX. You will never be a bodybuilder with a TRX. But I have friends who are yogis who love it. Yeah. Okay. And you can and, do stretching with it. You can. Right. It's pretty versatile. And I even have people say, well, it really exposed my core weakness or areas of weakness because it has to, you have to level it. And so if you're stronger on one side than the other, it's going to, sh- and so you have to really work it. You I don't know. need anybody to expose my core weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies. <laughs> but, and as I've told Just one, ask it. <laughs> I was <That's> working. my <laughs> core weakness. Sorry. Cookies are my core weakness. <laughs> I was working with a girl who was saying, I don't think I can do what you're showing me how to do. I said, well, just try one. Right. She's like, I can probably only do one. I said, that's fine. We'll do one. And I said, next time you come, we'll do two. And then she said within two weeks, I think she was almost matching me because she came every day. And I said, I just want to commit to 30 minutes a day for five days a week. Yeah. And she was like, I could probably do that. <laughs> so you're tra- trying to give people realistic goals that they feel like are attainable and sustainable because yeah. if you're not going to sustain it. It's not going to be beneficial long term. That makes a lot of sense. So I've got a question for you. And if, if Elizabeth, if you were going to give Paul one exercise that you were pretty sure he couldn't do and challenge him to do it, what would that exercise be? A pistol squat. I don't even want to know what that is. What is is a pistol squat? (laughs) And why can't (laughs) Paul do it? Sounds really painful. (laughs) It's where you stand on one leg. Yeah. And you would hold, have the other leg out straight. Okay. And then you would squat as close to the ground with your, put your bottom as close if to the If you ground. remember roller skating, shooting the duck. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, you my would God. squat, as, try to get your bottom as close to the ground as possible, keeping this leg straight. Yeah. And bending only this one and then stand back up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that sounds like a tough one. You can one. add that to my list. <laughs> All right. So, Paul, if you had to give Elizabeth one exercise that you're pretty sure she can't do, but you want to challenge her to learn how to do it, what's that exercise going to be? A smart man says no. <laughs> <laughs> but you already said you're not a smart man. So. Gosh, I have to say from an athletic standpoint, I don't, I really cannot think of anything that she wouldn't try to do and that wouldn't at some level succeed. So yeah, I would, I'll say here, she's a better athlete than I am. There's no doubt. So I really don't have an exercise I don't think she can do. All right. That's really sweet. That is. Well, and it's just true. Now and you got to prove him right. frustrating. <laughs> oh, the gauntlet has been laid yeah, t- down and there. tomorrow he's going to give me something. <laughs> he's going to show up tomorrow and he's going to do some pistol squats and prove you wrong. <laughs> so tell us how to learn more about TRX Freestyle. How to find you guys, what your plans are for 2023 for your business, and how we're going to keep up with all this and be able to be a part of it. So we have trxfreestyle.com and you can find us on Instagram at TRX Freestyle Raleigh and Facebook is just TRX Freestyle. Okay. So we have a, a decent social media coverage and in 2023, you're going to see TRX rig, we call it. Um, so look for a CrossFit rig rolling down the road behind a big it's black red F-250. And, black. <laughs> uh, and we'll be at several, like I said, truly intervaled locations where it's a regular thing. It online as, it'll be as online. where you're going to be every day. It'll, so be on our web, day. it'll be on our website. Okay. So if people register for our website, then they'll get updates. Nice. And if you follow us on Instagram, it should be posted on there. Okay. We did a soft launch in the fall because 
we built the trailer ourselves. And so it took a little while and a few hurdles we had to work through. Sure. And we've gotten it to where we want it now. And we're ready to kind of start doing more regularly. And so are there other instructors that are part of TRX Freestyle or just the two of you? Or We have a cadre of people who we will become instructors. But nice. up until now, it has just been Elizabeth and I. Okay. Hopefully you see a couple more of those rigs passing. Oh, good. Over the summer, we would like to expand because one rig is only one class. So we would like to see them in Eastern, Western Wake. It's a growing piece of our company, which this is one of my favorites. That's great. Congratulations on the Thanks soft so launch. Much. And I'm going to try it. People can, people can always rent us like a food truck. That's mm-hmm. an option. Yeah. And on our website, you can actually request to like book a party or book an event with us. Okay. And so you would just put in the request and then we'd reach out to see what you were looking for. So, so another one of our things is to make this economically feasible reachable for people if you want to talk to your gym and just say call them and ask them for a saturday afternoon class that's something that we hope to do just to keep getting trx out there and to service the community yeah we're open to anything and we're open to going to different locations that people are like hey would you come here we have a group of this many people that want to do it yeah and we're willing to talk about regularly scheduled classes at certain locations if people are interested. Yeah, maybe if there's like a neighborhood group that wants you every mm-hmm. Monday. That sounds right. like a great idea. And I've had, I had actually my chiropractor said his wife has a group of girlfriends that might love for us to come in the morning. And we're fine with kids because I've told people, I'm like, your kid can come right beside mm-hmm. you. <laughs> How many people fit in the rig? A maximum that I would be comfortable with is six, 16. Okay, that's a big rig. Yeah, that's it's a, a nice pretty class. good rig. Yeah. yeah. And we can all, if we have a bigger group, you can always split into two and have one group doing kind of core exercises on the ground or mm-hmm. stuff that's not on the TRX. <laughs> yeah. Plus, we, we grew before we grew. We have an additional rig that we can bring with us that comes off the trailer. And it's we can add more, it's just a- more TRXs. So. Oh, gotcha. I feel like this conversation is starting to sound like the conversation we had about the RV. The RV. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just had the same thought, Adam. Yes. The rig that comes out of the rig. The rig yes. that comes out of the uh-huh. rig. Comes out of the rig, right. yeah. Yeah. This sounds really exciting, guys. And it, it's a perfect topic to be talking about for a new year and, for and setting goals. as well. That's if a business yeah. wants to offer, you know, a lunchtime workout or yeah. something to get people back in the office. Yeah. It's- and I would think, too, I know there's some there's some big festivals and things in Raleigh. I'm thinking specifically like of SparkCon, which is a ring event that you guys could set up at and things like that. It would probably be pretty exciting. Yeah. We'll be around, I promise. We look forward to seeing you around. So thank thank you for being here. And thank you for teaching us us about TRX and about, and just trying to get us a little bit more motivated. I'm feeling more motivated. Yes. I'm ready to go. I want to try it for sure. Come on. Just start with 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) See y'all. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to Talk of the Triangle, the podcast from Carrie Living and Midtown Magazines. This podcast is produced by Podcast Carrie. For more great content, sign up for Talk of the Triangle, the newsletter at midtownmag.com or carryliving.com, where you can also learn more about advertising opportunities. Thanks for listening. We'll talk next time.